Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast Supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now. Burrow is a furniture company known for timeless design and thoughtful construction and free shipping. And that extends to their outdoor collection. Their outdoor furniture is built to withstand the elements, featuring rust-proof stainless steel hardware, weather-ready teak, and quick-dry foam cushions. For Memorial Day, get 15% off your Burrow purchase at burrow.com slash ACAST and up to 25% off outdoor. That's up to 25% off outdoor furniture at burrow.com slash ACAST. Wow. Nice. Yeah. What you're hearing are the sounds of people everywhere putting on Bomba socks, underwear, and T-shirts made from absurdly soft materials that feel like plush clouds. Yeah, that plush. And the best part? For every item you purchase, Bombas donates another to someone facing homelessness. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST. Code ACAST. You know what? I was just looking at the Steelers fixtures and I was thinking, who's going to beat them? And I think you'll beat the Jags. You well, should beat the Ravens at home because they lost to the Patriots. Yep, they lost to the Patriots. Um, I called it at last week's pod. Um, <laughs> and then, and then, you, <laughs> then you got Washington, Bengals, Oh, Brown, Browns. I think the only two games is the Bills away. That won't be easy because uh, no. it's in December as well, which means the weather's going to be horrendous. And the Colts at home. Those are the two. But other than that, man, I think you can go sixteen and zero, mate. I mean, you can do it. Do you know, do you, do you know what? Genuinely, like, look, I'm not going to lie. Like, so I, I said this this week, like, and it's about fantasy. And I said I'm just going to enjoy this week. I mean, I lost, guys. Everybody knows, but. Steelers are nine no, baby! Woo! Just put put it there. Um, you know, like it was. Uh, look, it's the, it's the Bengals, mate. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, I mean, the Bengals went and put out that you know that tweet right where they like <sighs> put that chump whoever plays for them, and they were like, "Oh, wiping their terrible towel with their their feet." I don't understand. These people don't learn, right? Like, just don't tempt us because if you're gonna like if you're gonna wind us up, we're gonna we're gonna destroy it. And I think we played really well, actually. You know, like both sides of the ball, other than running backs. So let's not talk about that too much. Um, <laughs> but, um, no, man. I, do you know what? Honestly, like, I think I think enough is now done that you know the playoffs. They're going to be playoff bound, and and uh, you know now if you lose a couple of games here and there i think the bengals away i think bengals are going to be you know they're going to want to play big but i think the steelers probably got a bit too much for them yeah like you said ravens is an interesting game like the one that goes in our favor it, it is at uh at Hinesfield. so uh, in theory based on how they went last week as well the ravens it should go in our way um the Jags of you know the Jags again. My my issue with Steelers is you know when we play Dallas, we we play down to them. So I wonder if we're going to play down to the Jags. Um, and the Jags aren't bad, you know. They're like I know they've not won a lot of games, but defensively they're good. They have got James Robinson. Yeah, they're competitive. Uh, oh, 
the competitive. Yeah, I think the Bills you said is going to be difficult. Colts will be difficult, and uh, I think Browns away as well. If it's if it's the last game, Steelers have got nothing to to lose, and Browns will probably need a win to get into the playoffs. I could I could see Steelers resting players, so that might be a loss there. Nah. <laughs> we'll see. We'll see. No, we we do we do look very good, and we're getting a lot of our players back that that we that were injured. So, um, yeah, looking good. It looks good. It's looking looking good. good. You want that top seed though. You want to avoid Kansas away for sure. Hundred percent. Yeah. If 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 we can avoid Kansas away, that that would be that would be a dream. And then getting that top seed means we play at Heinz Field as well, right? Yeah, throughout the playoffs, um, which is quite crucial. But also you miss you get you get a buy as well, so you get a buy and you're home throughout to the to the Super Bowl. So the top seed is so yeah, important. Because you don't want to go, you don't want to go to Arrowhead because no, that that I don't think, however good we are, I don't think would win. I mean, the Patriots beat them a couple of years ago on our way to our yeah. our sixth Super Bowl. It feels like a long time ago <laughs> now because uh, we had a good team back then. But um... <laughs> hey, man, you won you won this week, man. Like, uh, and just just for the record, any of you that you know want to fact check <laughs> listen to last week's episode, I said it. The Pats were going to win this week. Uh, I, I, I don't actually. The Ravens have a good defense, but they lost a lot of guys there, and they just they just don't look that good. I mean, like, I feel like Lamar Jackson. What he's done is he's taken off his jersey. And given it to like some chump, and then gone over to Arizona and picked up Kyler Murray's jersey and playing there instead. <laughs> I think um, the Titans in the playoffs came up with a defensive strategy. I said it ages ago. They came up with some sort of system to stop um, Jackson, and I think since then everyone's sort of caught on to him a little Just, bit. Um, do you, Do you reckon people are going to need that for Murray? Because I mean, I know they're yes. stature very different players, but pretty much. They are. I think the difference between Murray and Jackson is that Murray has options with Hopkins and Kirk, and and he can he he can he throws the ball a lot better than Jackson as well. I mean that yeah. catch from Hopkins. We'll talk about it. I'm sure at some point, but mm-hmm. that catch was incredible. But he he's got that ability, Murray, of just getting out and throwing a bit like Russell Wilson, finding throws out of nowhere. You think how do you manage that? Whereas I think Jackson unfortunately doesn't have that in his locker as much. So. Mm. But, um, and then, and then, yeah, like you said, like their their passing game just isn't that good. So, like most teams, just know, well, look, nine times out of ten, these guys are going to run the ball, and if it's not going to their running back, it's going to Lamar Jackson. So, of course, you can't leave the likes of Andrews and Hollywood Brown, who seems to never get involved in any of this stuff now. But, um, yeah, I don't know. It just yeah, it just seems like they just don't have the other option that that um, that Arizona have, for example. Yeah. Yeah, exactly that. I mean, they've got Hollywood Brown, I'm a couple like, of others, but, you know. Yeah. I'm liking Arizona, though. Yeah, I think they're, I think they're looking again, very Bell, good. Again, Bell. Um, um, so I was just actually just looking. Gone. You know, I was, I was thinking about, we are talking about the Ravens, we are talking about the Steelers and the Patriots a little bit. Remember that tight end conversation we had last week? Oh, yeah. Go right, on. So I was just actually looking at it now. The Steelers give up about 4.5 fantasy points per game okay. to tight ends. Patriots, 4.7. So we would very close, very close. Yeah. So I mean, that's they—they they must be the two best, right, against tight ends. Then Colts Although, are the best. Oh, Colts, Colts are the best. Are Colts they? are four point one. Colts haven't given away a single touchdown to a tight end this year. So, oh wow! Okay. You've given away one. We've given away one. So it's nip, it's nip and tuck. Ooh. So we should see what happens at the end of the season. But. Um, I th- I think though, interesting. I was I was actually looking at the tight ends this week um, because <laughs> it's awful. 
it's pretty you know it started off the year where it was like you had johnny smith you had waller type kelsey uh kittle you know everyone was just kind of like you know there was positivity gronk oj howard all these guys and like now like i mean look waller's good but he's basically number two tight end you know yeah yeah. uh, um does he deserve to be number two tight end i mean i have him on my team and i love him i think he's great but it just kind of says it all really right i mean he's probably easily a top five tight end but okay i know kittle's not there but yeah it just seems so dire at the moment doesn't it it is awful um this, tight ends always are genuine. That's why Kelsey and Kittle are second, if not first round picks, because they're just so much better than the rest. It's mm. like, you know, we've looked at the scoring now. Kelsey's on 140 and Waller's on 90. That's a 50 point wow. gap. And that's between the top two. If you look at, you know, 10 man league, the 10th, probably not even half of Kelsey scoring. Um, well, so, yeah, the tight ends is always a tricky one in fantasy football. I mean, especially when in our league, you know, you trade your entire team for Kelsey. I mean, that's... Uh... <laughs> <laughs> well, that, that uh, trade's under review. <laughs> <laughs> There's a flag on the play on that one. Um, but yeah, no, uh, we, won't, we won't talk too much about that because, uh, uh, you know, we'll leave it as there. But um, anyway, somebody values Kelsey really high in our league. But anyway, um mate how um other than that mate how's how's your week been um how's everything been like you know it's lockdown week two is it week three now yeah it's going all right i think we're we're waiting for the vaccines and stuff to go all right aren't we and obviously waiting to uh get released hopefully before christmas but um but that, that's all good some po- positive news on that actually it's good good to hear that they're coming through i know there's a lot of uh, anti-vaxxers out there and people with misinformation guys get your facts before you come up with your opinions i'm not telling you which way to go but uh don't be anti-vaxxers basically it's my podcast i'm gonna i'm gonna push my own agenda um the um right, so, uh, so we got uh the international football's been going on got premier league back finally um arsenal no doubt will probably lose to leeds but um who you got? <laughs> who's newcastle got we have got now ask a question Everton I believe no we haven't we played Everton Chelsea 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 oh go on get that win nobody wants Chelsea to win nah no um, we'll see we'll see right guys um, enough of the shit chat um, obviously <laughs> welcome back I uh, hope you guys all had good fantasy weeks um, you know I feel like we were injury free this week were we is this the first time we were injury free I can't recall any major injuries um, I can't recall any, which is which is good to hear. Please correct us, or maybe we'll find out in a bit if we want. But oh, that's, that's a good yeah, no. um, It looked but, like it was relatively low scoring for um, a lot of teams. Everyone. Yeah, I think I think this is going to be the bit of a norm, and it happens more or less every year. There's this one week where things just go starts to go a little bit lower in the fantasy scoring, and I think it's probably a mixture of a lot of things. But I think in, injuries come into it, and teams not trying to win anymore because they're obviously in the playoffs or not in the playoffs and I think if you're not in the playoffs you're not really that interested and I just think the weather changes as well like if you look at the Houston Cleveland game that should have been the scoring for a lot of players and it just wasn't because of the weather and it's oh, yeah. there's a lot of there's a lot of and defenses are getting better you know defenses mm-hmm. will get better as the season goes on so I think there's a lot of things why fantasy scoring just drops and I think this will I'm not saying this will be the norm forever but we're used to seeing everyone scoring 100, and I think 100 will probably be a good score for most people now um, mm-hmm. going forward. So, But we had a bad week. You had a bad week. 
Um, I think the whole world had a bad week. Um, unless you had a couple of players like Josh Jacobs and Kamara, I think you all had a bad, bad week. Um, yeah, it was, it was pretty, pretty, pretty dire, wasn't it? I mean, I, I've like, I think I've, I haven't got my exact average score, but I've basically been there or thereabouts. One, you know, one twenties, one forties, lowest kind of hundred was my scores up until now. I scored sixty something points this week. Yeah. Um, yeah, which just wasn't great. You had a couple of people's on buys, didn't you? Or a couple of players on yeah. buys. Yeah, I did have a couple and I traded traded into some buys, which uh, we won't talk about that too much, but <laughs> yeah, I had basically, basically my entire bench was on buy. But yeah, so it it was mostly self-inflicted. But you know. At least you had a bad week this uh, week against the top guy and um, not in the playoffs when it matters. So Yes, yes, exactly. We'll see, we'll see. Um, right, Maka, why don't we uh, why don't we go straight into uh, obviously, guys, this will be the same as uh, every uh, early week podcast. We'll do the good, the bad, the ugly, match ball with a spoon, move on up and move on out, and then we'll run through the bets that Maka and I had. Uh, naturally, as we we'll speak about the players, uh, we'll kind of recap some of last week as well. Um, obviously, anything we talk about will probably be the most relevant. So, Maka. Um, so let's start with the QBs. Um, there was a few, but I just want to pick on a couple that doesn't get shouted out too much. But Tom Brady's bounce back game was was pretty good actually. Um, he had a really bad week last week against the Saints, and I've everyone everyone who's talked about Tom Brady last week was he's going to bounce back. He always does, and he did um, against a very decent. Carolina defense and I think they're one of the teams I'm talking about Carolina now who you look at and think they've got no ambition to get in the playoffs so they're the teams that you want to target and some of the players you might want to move on from but anyway move on to that and then move on out um, but I think Tom Brady bounced back in a big way um, Roethlisberger he hasn't been spectacular for fantasy but this was the week where I think it was kind of like I don't know if he just gave up on the running game um, but he just, it looked like he was just trying to make his receivers get more of the ball. And he's got such a good receiving call. Um, I know we don't talk about the Steelers enough on this podcast, but. Yeah, we should talk about that. <laughs> <laughs> their receiving call, their receiving call is very good. And um, I, I think he's got some good matchups coming up, Roffelsberger. So it was a good week um, for him. And he's playing Jacksonville next week. And I just think that's a good matchup. Um, I do apologize to everyone in the world. And I should have, I should have really thought this um Jared Goff had such a good plus matchup against the Seahawks like you know the average against them is ridiculously high and um he just didn't perform he was number one streamer from every single site and unfortunately he just disappointed and I just feel Jared Goff is someone you just can't trust no matter what doesn't matter what the matchup is and I, I even I don't know if I said this in the pod last week but it does have a weirdly bad record against Seattle and I don't know what it is but Seattle seems to have Goff's number. Um, so I just think he's someone, unfortunately, that disappointed quite a lot of people um, last week. A couple of uglies. I think I had Carson Wentz on the list. Um, again, he just looks awful um, whenever there's a bit of pressure on him. And um, again, he just disappointed in a good matchup against the Giants, who are actually getting better on defense. They're actually improving. But Russell Wilson, I felt, was another one who... I felt had a bit of an ugly game. I mean, he obviously plays for you, for yourself, so you can probably tell me. But um, Rams are a very good defense, though. They are pretty mm-hmm. decent. Um, but still, you expect a bit more for Russell Wilson, and it was a bit ugly. Um, and I think that's a couple of weeks in a row where Russell Wilson's not 
really excel. Yeah. Panic stations a little bit, but um, yeah, you still still starting him at the moment. Yeah, yeah, you are. All right, so in the running backs, Josh Jacobs. Um, we touched on him a little bit on the top of the show. Two touchdowns. He just looked good against Denver. Um, and he's now in the f- top five running backs, and I think he's been excellent all year. Just goes unnoticed because he doesn't have those massive, massive games, but he's been very solid. Um, DeAndre Swift um, finally was given the opportunity for Detroit. He looked so good, didn't he? He did. and he's. I really, I really liked him. Yeah, he's everyone that Jonathan Taylor and Clyde should be. You know, they all hey, came they're with the same pedigree. <laughs> but um, Swift, unfortunately, sorry, fortunately, he's finally been given the opportunity. Whether that continues or not, because you can't trust Detroit. Um, Naheem Hines, I don't want to bring him up too much, um, but he had such a big game on Thursday that you can't not highlight um, his performance. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, so, yeah, should we move, carry on? Yeah, quick, quickly moving on um, to the bad. Yeah, um, swift, swiftly move on. Uh, Mike Davis had a bad game. Um, this week. I know they're playing Tampa Bay, but uh, it's just another bad game for him, obviously replacing Christian McCaffrey. Um, it's just a bit disappointing. And James Connor had a bit of a bad mm. game as well. Another week where you expected him to do well, um, struggled against Dallas and now struggled against the Bengals. And as I said, maybe the Steelers are just moving to more of a passing game. I don't know if there's a committee situation going there, but James Connor's just not getting the same scoring that he should. And the Bills is just an ugly situation. Single tearing Zach Moss. Um, it's just awful out there for the Bills. So yeah. I'd move on from them um, for sure. Cool. And just finally on the wide receivers, um, Cole Beasley, I mean, he had a big... These are the names I don't think I'd ever mention on this part, but Cole Beasley, uh, Willie Sneed and uh, Marvin Jones all deserve a mention. The wide receiver scoring was bad this week. Yeah, no big, really bad. No big names, but them free play well. Um, good luck to anyone who started them. Um, for the bads, um, as I said, I think Bobby Anderson had a really bad game this week against Tampa Bay, especially when you look at mm-hmm. DJ Moore and Curtis Samuel. The Rams wide receivers, as we've got, had a really bad game in a plus matchup. Um, for the ugly, I'm going to have to, again, flag someone, one of your boys, unfortunately, man, Michael Thomas. Just... Hey, man, don't talk about him. <laughs> I don't want to say too much about him just yet because he's, you know, it's only his second game back. But it was a bit of a, bit of a poor game against the 49ers. The Eagles' wide receivers is a bit of a concern. Um, yeah. Because with all the players they've got back, and I think Zach Ertz is even potentially coming back soon as well. But even that, and on top of all of that, Carson Wentz is just not playing well. And then on top of all of that, AJ Brown, um, he just dropped a really good catch, which would have been a massive touchdown. And my concern with AJ Brown is take those plays away. He doesn't get a lot of volume or a lot of yards. Mm. So mm. you need those big plays. Um, and I'm sure he let a few people yeah. down. So I'm sure he did. There you go. Nice. I like it. Yeah. Interesting. Um, yeah, it was, it was an interesting week, wasn't it? So, I mean, we'll kind of talk through some of these uh, and go kind of straight into the wooden spoon and match ball. But like you mentioned, yeah, Robbie Anderson, um, I'm not going to lie, part of me kind of liked it because I traded him to you. I know that's not a nice way to think about it. But I was like, you know, I've taken Jonathan Taylor, so so I'll, I'll take Robbie Anderson having a quiet one. Again, I don't think it's um, I don't think it's a long-term problem. But, you know, without Terry, Teddy Bridgewater, uh, it'd be interesting with the with the new fella coming in, but um, we'll see how that kind of plays out. But yeah, he's definitely in the wooden spoon for me. Uh, DK Metcalf um, actually had a pretty pretty low score this week, so I put him in there from his uh, dizzying heights. Um, 
of kind of previous weeks. He, I think he managed only uh, on a, I think he managed like 4.8 points. Yeah. So again, for someone of his quality, it's not going to help when you don't have Wilson uh, performing as well. So obviously for that reason, I've also put uh, Russell Wilson in the um, uh, wooden spoon when you've spoken about him. You spoke about kind of the wide receivers. Um, I mean, for me, Fulgham as well. I mean, it was just such a poor score. Again, with Wentz not helping, it, you know, it's difficult. But yeah, it was great. I've put in Connor as well. I know you've mentioned him and AJ Brown. And unfortunately, I did also have to put in Michael Thomas. Uh, and then, um, uh, so so yeah, th- those guys are my wooden spoon. Um, but I think I'm going to give um, the wooden spoon uh, this week to, to be honest, it should be Michael Thomas. Um, but again, like you said, two weeks back and uh, it'll be interesting to see what happens with Winston and stuff. So I'm going to give my wooden spoon to Russell Wilson uh, this week. And I think he, uh, it was because of him that Metcalf didn't do so well. And also, tell me why I didn't do well. So, Russell Wilson, buddy, bring it back for me, please, pal. Um, and the match ball on the other side. Uh, again, you've spoken about quite a few of these guys, so we'll kind of breeze through them. Uh, I wish Drew breezed on that because you see what would happen there. <laughs> breeze through them. Um, but yeah uh, Tom Brady and Big Ben were really really good and uh, yeah I mean especially the Steelers we don't talk about them enough I mean they're they're wide receivers actually you didn't mention them too much but all all three of the big guys scored circa 20 points in a half PPR league so so were fantastic Um, Josh Jacobs you spoke about him really good we spoke about Kyler Murray I think he's fantastic he's just exciting to watch for a a small guy and you know a lot of people had not bad uh, low hope low hopes for him He's done really well. Uh, and then Naeem Hines, however much I hate to say it, had a good game. And uh, I think that might just be a problem for Jonathan Taylor. Uh, but Alvin Kamara, uh, he's just been brilliant. You know, people thought, you know, maybe without, um, uh, with Thomas coming back, he might slightly uh, affect him. But no, it didn't. He carried on and he was fantastic. But I'm going to give my match ball this week. Uh, and I think there is nobody deserving much more of this is Nook, is DeAndre. <laughs> Hopkins I think that catch was world class um and I think in any sport you had he had Poyer um Tredavious White and the other fellow who excuse me but I I can't remember who he was right these are very 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 good defensive backs right like incredibly good and three of them were all on him and he's still and look you know today I was watching a video I follow him on Instagram and he was saying look you know I, I wouldn't have got this if the offensive line didn't make time and space Kyler Murray and I wouldn't have made this if Kyler Murray didn't put it on a dime of course all of those things so yeah shout out to all of those guys but he still had to make that catch and for that very reason mate well done and what catch so he's getting my match ball yeah, this week probably just for the catch alone yeah just for the Incredible. catch alone. he's performed performed pretty well as well I think his fantasy points weren't too bad Mecca let's uh, kind of start rounding up with uh, move on up move on up the only thing I would say about Hopkins, there was a guy on Twitter, and I hope he listened to me, who said he was going to drop Hopkins this week. Oh, oh, did he? He did. I told him not to, obviously, but hopefully he listens. Hopefully he listens. Um, right, so move on out. Um, there's a few guys I just want to touch on. I think one of them is Deshaun Watson. Um, I like Deshaun Watson. I had him on my fantasy team, and um, I'm not saying you should desperately, desperately get rid of him, but Texans aren't going to get in the playoffs, and their playoff schedule is... The Colts away and the Bears away. I just don't think you want Deshaun Watson in those games because Texans aren't going to win many. 
and they're playing two really ugly defenses. And I think he's someone that you could probably try and cash out on now if you can. Um, Jonathan Taylor, for me, man, like I, I don't know what it is about him. Maybe he's injured, or maybe just not given too much of the information. But Naheem Hines or Wilkins has done well enough to at least turn this into a bit of a committee. And it's looking more like the Ravens' backfield or the, you know, the Rams' backfield, where it's just too many running backs to trust any of them, and it's a bit of a concern yeah. for me. So, unfortunately, he's a move on out at the moment. Um, CMC, I, I've got CMC, and I think if you can get rid of him, get rid of him because I don't think he'll play again this year. Um, he, wow. okay. I, I don't see why the Panthers would want to risk him, and he's got a buy on week thirteen, so. At best, you can get him back for week 14, 15, 16. And I just feel like, can you hang on to someone just for that hope? Um, and I just think you can still probably get something for Christian McCaffrey. So I think he's someone that I think you should move out on. Um, one guy I think I just want to flag, and it's just because he's the second best highest scoring running back this year, and it's Dalvin Cook. And I'm not saying, again, I'm not saying a bit like Deshaun Watson, you don't need to desperately get rid of the guy. Because his next three fixtures, he's got Cowboys, Panthers, and Jaguars at home. He's going to smash the next three weeks. But then he's got Tampa Bay away, the Bears, and the Saints away in the playoffs. Those are three really hard matchups for a team that probably isn't going to make the playoffs. For an injured running back, I, I think he could let people down in the playoffs. And what I'm trying to say is, if you can get a multiple set of players that are good for Dalvin Cook, you should probably look to try and trade him. So if someone like has Josh Jacobs and say Kareem Hunt, and you can get a double deal. Maybe you should look at trying to do that because at the playoffs, the fixtures are so important and um, it doesn't matter about the season prior to the playoffs, I find. So those fixtures aren't good for me, um, for Dalvin Cook. I just want to flag him. I'm not saying get rid of him. I'm just saying there's some tough games. Um, I think you can get rid of every single Rams player. <laughs> wow. Every single one. Doesn't matter which one it is, just get rid of them. I think you can say the same for the Ravens. I think you get rid of every single oh. Raven because um, they're just they're, which one of them is scoring. And I think Carolina as well. I think DJ Moore's had a couple of good weeks. Um, Robbie Anson's had some value, and I've just touched on the fact that they've got a buy on week 13. So it's probably just an opportunity just to see if you can get some sort of trade value for these guys um, going into the last three weeks because it's only three weeks left and you want to make the playoffs. Um, some guys I think you should try and grab um, Joe Burrow. Um, Joe, Joe Burrow's got Dallas week 14. Um, and that is a good matchup. And he's also got the Texans in week 16. They're two great matchups for Joe Burrow. Um, and when you actually see Joe Burrow against the easy, comfortable matchups, he scores quite well. Unfortunately, when he plays someone like the Steelers, he doesn't do so well because why would you? Steelers are great. Um, and the Ravens. But um, I think he's someone you can target for the playoffs because he's probably on people's waivers. No. Maka, just quick question. What did you say about Steelers? <laughs> They're pretty good defense. Um, uh, <laughs> Sorry, carry on. And um, what was I say? So uh, he's another one. I think Tom Brady's another one because, again, I think people are probably still not sure on Tom Brady and he's got a bye week 13. So I just want to flag him because you could probably trade him. But his fixtures are ridiculously good in the playoffs. Um, Kareem Hunt is another one because I think people will be Worried about Kareem Hunt because of the Chubb situation, but I think Kareem Hunt is still a solid running back to try and get. Derrick Henry, the same. He's had some bad, bad weeks, and he's got some couple of tough fixtures coming up, but he's got a good playoff schedule, and I just think you should try and get Derrick Henry. And finally, 
Stefan Diggs, Tyler Lock, and Amari Cooper. Stefan Diggs is on a bye this week. So maybe just try and see if you can pinch him. Um, I don't think people will give up Stefan Diggs um, unless you give up someone like, I don't know, Calvin Ridley or something. Um, <laughs> <laughs> hey, man, I, got as well, man. I got Zeke as well, buddy. I got Zeke yeah, as I mean, well. He's gonna come good. I mean, at the end of the day, you've got to offer some good players for Diggs, but he's on a bye, so try and yeah. see if you can pinch him. Um, Tyler Locke has had an injury this week. He's playing on Thursday. He might miss this week. And again, He's had some two or three bad games. And I just think maybe just try and see if you can get Tyler Lockett um, for cheaper. And Amari Cooper, he's someone who's, I think, will have a bit of a resurgence in the second half because I think Dallas had a little bit of fight against the Steelers. They've still got a chance of getting in the playoffs, which is crazy. And um, they've got a few players back from injury um, over the bye. And they've got some good fixtures. So I think Amari Cooper is someone you could probably get for cheap. And he might even be on the waiver. He's, I don't know who, how desperate people are with the Dallas situation, but I think he's someone that you could target. So just some names yeah. there for you. I like it. I like it. I think it is, yeah, important at this time to like remember that actually, you know, it, depending on how you are, I mean, our, our league is incredibly tight and, you know, it it does sound like most people can still make our, um, yeah. you know, the playoffs. Um, but, you know, if you're not in a league that is as kind of tight as ours, just, you know, do think about those playoff matchups and, and uh, you know, if you if you are kind of very close to getting through, start thinking about the players you can trade because some people will be desperate to get wins right now. Um, and so if you can if you can trade away someone for, for those right matchups, have a look at those guys because those are are important. But if you guys, if any of you listening and from our league, just yeah, don't listen to any of this advice. Uh, just carry on doing what you're doing, um, <laughs> and uh, it's fine. But yeah, do that. It'll be interesting. Uh, I think we're all in weird positions in our in our league so uh, do you know what actually be quite good to hear like let us know on twitter yeah. um i know you guys keep uh, asking us some questions about your start sits and and etc we're happy to do that but let us know how you're doing in the league and you know if, if if you are home and dry we can try and help you with some some trades to maybe find as well so give us a shout on on twitter that'd be great um Maka, let's finish up, buddy, with um, the the bet from last week. Uh, so we'll run through them, and that way we can uh, host a very short podcast this week. <laughs> quite nice for some people. So uh, my first bet, buddy, was uh, the lowest score either to be the Baltimore Pats game. By the way, calls it that Pats are going to win, um, <laughs> or the Minnesota uh, Chicago game. Uh, we obviously had a look at this off air. You took the bet, and rightfully so. Um, so I'm gonna give you ten points because it was actually Browns and Texans, wasn't it? So yeah, Macker up to eighty. It's getting hot. There's only twenty points in it. And then I said Seattle will keep Rams to under four TDs. And just somehow, just I managed to win that, didn't I? So, yeah. uh, so do I get five points for that? You do. And as I said, get rid of all Rams players. So. <laughs> Reiterate. <laughs> um, I said the Texans were going to beat the Browns, and they should have, but everything went wrong in that game. <laughs> so, fortunately, Maka gets that because he did take the bet. Mate, it's 105 to 90, the score at the moment. There um, we go. Oh, look, what's this bet? This was, um, was it the uh, the greatest team in the world ever? Oh, sorry, Pittsburgh Steelers scored 10 more fantasy points. Uh, you took the bet, and they did indeed score 10 more fantasy points. Another five points for me. Love it. Uh, I might just keep betting on the Steelers all, yeah, all yeah, every week it, yeah. and see, see what happens. Um, and then uh, the Hollywood Brown to his TD drought continues. He didn't score a touchdown, did he? No. Well, it uh, wasn't even close, mate. 
Okay, so I get to keep <laughs> five points because you didn't take the bet, so I get to no, keep. No, I took the bet. No, no, no. no, you didn't, bro. No, 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 no. Nah, nah, bro. Well, if you did take the bet, that means oh, hold on, hold on, that means hold I get. Hold on, hold on, hold on. I didn't take the bet, so no one gets any points. No, no you says on your rules here. It says if you bet against me and lose, or refuse to take the bet, you get five points. Mate, you wrote these rules, bro. That's not good. Now. That's not good. What's the well, scores now? Take... What's the scores? Well, with that, it's now one one five to ninety. Ooh. We're hotting up, hotting up. There's only only twenty five points in it. I had to do some quick maths. Really <laughs> uh, bad. Twenty five points in it. Um, and what? So I think I've done two or three weeks now. So maybe I have to do one more. One but then more. Um, we equal. And then and then then we're equal. Um, <sighs> but yeah, guys. Um, Thanks, thanks for tuning in this week. Uh, we've kept this one nice, short, and sweet. Sorry, it's a day late, um, but uh, you know, needs must. Um, as always, please do rate, like, and share. See, I read it from a script this time. I got it right. The pod, um, and do send us a review. Uh, follow us on Journey Boys NFL. That's at Journey Boys NFL on Instagram, Twitter. Um, and there will be plenty of content on there for you, and we'll try and share whatever we possibly can. Um, and yeah that's it for us for today and we'll be back on uh, Friday hopefully a cheerier Friday uh, we we'll <laughs> have had ooh, what's, what's the Thursday game this week it's going to be a good one Seattle v Cardinals oh exciting so we'll uh, oh crap I'm going to have to stay out for that one now aren't I because that's quite good um, alright well yeah we'll watch that and then we'll come back to you guys with uh, our roundup for the next episode uh, sorry for the next week uh, Maka anything else buddy no, no, nothing else. All right, fine. Well, guys, take care and uh, speak to you very soon. Yeah. Bye. Bye. deserves the best and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. If you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. Use the Stamps.com mobile app to mail everything you need to keep your business running with up to 89% off USPS and UPS. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Use code PROGRAM for a special offer. That's Stamps.com, code PROGRAM.